And welcome to another podcast with me, Charlie, Rick, Fraser, and Sirhan. As always, that wasn't the best. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us and kind of going from episode two to five. We've already done episode one, um, so you probably check that out. It was a bit of a rough copy, but it will kind of do. Uh, <laughs> we will start. Should we just go through the episodes so we can break down everything? We don't miss anything. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a good shout. I need a refresher. Yeah. Yeah. So, episode two, the cold open with uh, Ibu Ratna, the mycologist. Oh, yeah. Who is called in by the military yes. to see if she has any ideas on how they can stop this tiny little outbreak of biting that's been happening and currently infected 14 people. And, uh, yeah, it's probably my favourite cold open, to be fair. What about you guys? How'd you find it? I liked it. I like that it gave a lot of context to things that weren't overly in the game, which I guess is what the show's kind of for. It gives you a lot more colour to things that weren't really addressed properly. But um, yeah, I liked it, man. It, it kind of just set the tone there and then, like, what happens? How can we fix this? We can't. If, if, if it evolves, we're dead. Straight. Yeah. Exactly what happened. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, it's it's cool. Are you frozen? I, I can't remember if they if it was in this episode, but um, it was Ellie asks like, how did it start, or you know, how did it spread? Um, mm. And he goes into sort of you know, is in sort of certain products and stuff like that, um, and got into the general general public. So was it just people biting people across the across the globe? I can't remember if they if they touched on that in the game. But um, yeah, it just kind of makes sense as well because in the first episode, their neighbors kept making uh, biscuits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the things was like a baking powder or baking soda or something like that. Um, yeah, I think it's like flour based products, yeah. which, is, which I think a lot of that's based on an actual incident that happened in France. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a do go on episode about it where a whole town in France were literally like on LSD because of some funny yeah. flour that was in the bakery. And yeah, people died, people were tripping, like, oh, it was crazy. Like the mad, like, I think it was in the eighties and it funny. all came from flour. And so it's kind of like that idea of oh, fungus shit. and yeah, and an infection. That sounds like some kind of um, like, I don't know, dystopian experiment. Like a little social mm. experiment or something. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy, I think a lot of people that. did think that. Yeah, mm. it was a big, big theory. How about you, Sahan? How'd you find the cold open? I liked it. I liked it. I like. I, I think it was obviously it worked well for. I, I think they're adapting it for TV really well. And as kind of Rick said, it's adding a bit of color. It's almost like um, I would imagine like a film with like um director's commentary or when you kind of buy like a book of a game and it kind of goes through the law with you it's, it's kind of giving that sort of space to add into it and it's not adding so much where it changes the dynamic because i think even as um as kind of fraser mentioned i think it's the ep- beginning of episode three but that, that conversation with ellie of like how did it kind of start and he just gives the most human answer of well this is what we think and i'm kind of glad they didn't go too in depth because in the game they don't give an answer which is was enough it was fine but in the show, I think it makes sense that someone would at least ask, of, well, actually, how this kind of began. And they'd be like, well, we don't really know. This is kind of the idea or our, uh, the, strong, the strongest guess. But um, no, I like the cold opening. Um, I, I like this. I think that was the only one they've done. Number one, they've done it. Number two, they have done it. And they didn't do it for three, four or five, if I'm not mistaken. They've just done more of a recap. Yeah. Yeah, I think flashbacks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the bomb, like the fact that she just says bomb. Jadi apa yang harus kami lakukan? Bom. Mulailah pengoboman. Bom seluruh kota. And when he says 14 people in her hands are just like shaking, 
she's like, it's done then, isn't it? If there's 14 people out there who have this and they're biting people, fucking bomb. It's done. It, it's over. She's already accepted the fate of there is no getting back from this. It's it's going to happen. This is what the guy in the first episode, I mean, obviously it's something in this world that scientists and theorists are already quite aware of. And it's been established straight away in episode one with that cold open. This is basically just establishing going, yeah, well, we knew it was coming. <laughs> Fuck, here it is. Like, yeah. it's happened. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's chilling. It's so good. I, I, yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite opening to any episode so far. Just it was so fucking intense, and it really sets the the tone of the the whole the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then you get to Boston, on where Ellie and Joel and Tess are making their way to Boston. Yeah. And yep. get a little bit of Ellie, which is fun. Get a bit more Ellie. I, I really started to appreciate uh bella ramsey a little bit more on that journey to boston you, you kind of get that ellie vibe she even hints yeah. that she's uh that she's gay which is really lovely and like you know hints to the the other side of the games that we don't we don't see uh, in in this game in the first game mm-hmm. um which is cool um but then we get the clickers I really love the design that they've done. Like the clickers stay true to the game. Like the clickers are still mm. just fucking terrifying in the show as they are in the game. Like you see a clicker in the mm-hmm. game, what do you do? You don't move and you hold the listen mode thing down for ages until so you know exactly where they're going to be at all times, and that's it. You just stay with the clickers. But, um, yeah, I like that. In this one, it was kind of like you know they really demonstrated like the fucking severity that these things can that can cause and like these are rare phenomena like you see a clicker you turn tail and run like you don't fuck with any clickers mm-hmm. especially if there's two exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah no, that, that whole creeping around the, yeah that was that was solid man. like obviously playing the game and so you knowing like what kind of is gonna is gonna come in, in next um he's kind of waiting for the clickers to appear but I didn't think it was going to be as I was going to be sucked into the scene as I was like when you see them like creeping around the weird fucking movements and the, the same clicker noises and everything. Yeah, it brings back like straight PTSD. Straight yeah, PTSD. I think they hired people who loved the game to play clickers because no they were like, yeah, they they knew how they move and that they could make the noises and stuff. Like obviously actors of some sort, but like impersonators that could do clickers really well and they were like yeah if you're a fan of the game you get what a clicker is we'll, we'll put you in that costume and it's the same people who've done um uh vecna in stranger things that costume design same people worked on the clickers so yeah it's a really really good good setup like good makeup yeah no, I like it's that. good that we're not getting a like a load of cg as well like the it's really been shown that the uh what's the word traditional sort of costume designing in in these kind of shows and in like old horror movies and stuff like that they're the most effective in um in really getting across that horror mm. you know, yeah in, the, in those characters and and it means that like you say with those those actors that that know what kickers are like they can really put it all into it and it will look really sort of natural and and fluid yeah. and terrifying yeah definitely yeah definitely <laughs> It, and it is, isn't it? It's so fucking, it's terrifying. Like genuinely, I think I felt the same way seeing the clicker in the show. The, the it felt exactly the same as when you're in the game playing as Joel. It just felt mm. like Deja. I know what's gonna happen. I still know what's gonna happen, but it's still fucking terrifying. Like every moment, mm. him loading the gun and that clicker just getting closer. And oh yeah, so well done. I was gonna say there was a really nice moment that I I, I saw it as a little an homage to the game. Obviously, the whole thing is an homage, but. I, I would say that I do this in the game. But I'm sure everyone does of that weird moment of you're so terrified of a clicker, but you need to kind of be mindful of your bullets and be mindful of your stock and shit like that. And you can't just go head head first. And there's a point where the clicker's coming towards Joel in the museum. And rather than just shooting and gunning and just blaring off the hip, he just waits. He just waits like a beat where the thing goes one step, two step. And he's like, and headshot, bang. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, one and done. Headshot it. I don't yeah. know. It was just like that's something I would uh, have done. Where you're like, I'm terrified. I want to run, but 
I need to wait. I need to be patient in the most terrified moment. But uh, no, I think they've done it really well. Yeah, really, really, really fucking well. The sound design oh, creeps me out, man. They didn't have as many things to throw as, as we would have in the game. I am so glad they don't have shivs. I'm so glad they have actual knives. I'll be so much more nervous if they got shivs that fucking break after two uses. I'm like, no, 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 please. Just... <laughs> Can you imagine? Get a butter knife. I think that's the thing. Like, they have to kind of deviate from being um, anything like the game when it comes to like the weapon stock and stuff like that. Because, yeah, I mean, it, realistically, you're scared in the game. If you break your shiv, you are going to die. We can't have that in the show because if their ship breaks, I won't go too much into episode two because I know we're going to try and persevere through up to episode five. So we kind of jumped to Tess's last moments. Um, yep. Obviously, they changed it a lot in the show than what it was in the game with that kiss of death. Um, mm. How did you guys yeah. find it? Because at first oh. I was a little bit like, what like this is so strange but then it kind of made sense at the same time how'd you guys find it yeah i see what you mean because um i guess she was kind of like she she had no control at that point right it was making Mm. her stay Mm -hmm. there but it was yeah it was a really it was really oh maybe she was yeah i i think they've done it on purpose because they've elaborated on their own law of and if i'm mistaken this isn't in the game in the sense of it's almost like the fungus is underground, almost like the tree roots, where it all connects and communicates. So if, if you make a noise here, if they're a mile away, they're going to know. And that was that's new to the show. So how yeah. they might transfer it, you know, uh, I know it's a kiss, but to them it's just one thing transferring to another. I'm like, all right, I, I, pinch of salt is fine. You know, in the game it was the militia uh, with a couple of clickers. Now this is a horde of them running in. I think the emotional beat of it, the emotional punch to the heart was enough. Like mm. it, it, it served itself exactly as what it's meant to. I think they adapted it well for the show. And I think personally for me is I am like, I'll even watch it and Tanya will be like, are you okay? Like, are you scared? Are you terrified? I'm like, listen, I'm scared. I'm intimidated by what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing, but the emotional beats that are coming freak me out more than, oh, it's a clicker. It doesn't bug me. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a clicker, but I'm like, I know what this clicker's going to do and I know where they're going to go and I know what's going to happen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah but uh even the building exploding i'm like well she's done like she's she's done like that that is it like that small adaptations and tweaks but the yeah, the um i i think they've done her justice i think so yeah i just didn't get enough screen time am i the only one that feels that way because like tesla's like a big big character though, right like, Tesla's like Joel's boss and Joel had yeah, like a I think... respect and uh, Tess commanded Joel. Yeah, but, but they they, they, they touch on it with they touch on it with flashbacks, which they still have the opportunity to, which they do later on. But Tess in the game was our tutorial, and we don't want to see a tutorial. And that's kind of <laughs> we, we got to see more of her and the dynamic of stop here, that ah, stop do this, do that, let's kill this guy. But I think even the it's true because I think one of the core scenes that I loved about Tess is when they've in the game they've chased down that guy. He's not dead, like in the show. Yeah. And like she's battered his legs, and it's like we haven't got our battery. We haven't got this. What we're gonna do? And she just literally just like talking to Joel. She just turns up, bop, bop, just two shots to the guy's head. Just turns back, and I'm like, oh fuck, don't don't mm. mess with this woman. It's just like that cold side of Tess that you see in the game. You don't yeah. too don't much of that in the show. Like yeah, I yeah, they can't keep everything the same way because it's it's the TV show, it's not the game. But I wish Tess did get more screen time just so you had you you understood more of her gravity and the, the impact that she had on Joel. Because I saw what 20, 30 mm. in the quarantine zone with Joel, and like mm. she died after what three episodes. Like I get mm. it happens anyway, but I, I I personally would have liked to see more dynamic with Tess. They did cut. They did cut something of Tess. I think originally they had, they even shot it with, uh, she had a family and I think the father died, but the kid, she didn't have the, the, she kills the father, but she couldn't, she didn't have the energy to kill the, the she didn't have the energy. She didn't have the, uh, the heart to kill her child. She locks it in the basement. And it was just going to be like a, a scratching on the door kind of thing. And then you're going to see that as a flashback and stuff like that. But 
yeah, I think they just cut it because of time and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, Tessa's going to die in the second episode. You can't dive too much into every single character in every single episode. Yeah. But yeah, I do agree. I, I love that brute side of Tess that we didn't quite get to see. We saw a little bit of in episode one when she's like, you know, Joe, I do want you to go and fucking kill that guy. Even though I said I didn't want you to kill Robert, I want you to go and kill Robert. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it, it, she does have that little little moment. But yeah, I do I do completely agree. I think they could have given Tess a little bit, a little bit yeah. more. But a little bit. good ending though. It was a good ending for her. Yeah. It's the death. Um, which brings us on to episode three, which is which has been deemed one of the best episodes of television of all Mate. time. For writing my favorite episode so far my favorite it's hands down so good it's such an incredibly written episode and well-performed <laughs> episode oh nick offerman oh he's just getting amazing isn't he <laughs> that was a great great episode great episode i mean i i feel like it, it wasn't necessary in a way like that was the longest episode that they've released so far and majority of it was all Bill's backstory, and it was kind of like all this stuff about Bill, his past, and the and like. The episode was great. I, like, you, I love seeing the relationship with him, um, him and I can't remember his Frank. Yeah. yeah, so I love seeing the relationship between them and like how it all developed and everything. But I feel like it wasn't. You didn't need to spend that much time on Bill's backstory just to like kind of kill him off and then. Joel and Ellie appear like, oh, okay, they're dead. Oh, the car batteries in the refrigerator. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. We're off. And it was like that easy for them. I get why they did the episode, but I feel like it, it didn't need to be that long just based on Bill's backstory. Even though it was a great backstory and it was a great episode, I feel like it didn't need to be that much time spent on Bill. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think it's one of those moments where, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you watch an episode in any show and you're like, this doesn't really fit in. And then when you finish the whole season, the pace of it, it makes more sense in the puzzle piece. But I think that's why I liked it because it wasn't necessary. It was something that I never expected or even wanted or asked for. And I was like, fuck, they're giving me something I didn't know I wanted. Like I'm enjoying this backstory, but I think overall, I think it illustrates something good about the show of we're not a show about people surviving the most basic zombie apocalypse. It's about people, human moments, and emotion that's within this world. And it kind of really brings to light of, this is like the heart that we're talking about versus the survival side. I might be wrong, but that's how I kind of saw it. It illustrated the, more closer to the game's core of, of its motivation of storytelling. But I do agree, it was a very long, dedicated episode just to them. But I, mm. I fucking loved it. I loved every minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I cried my eyes out, mate. I reflected on life. I reflected on my relationship. I was like, I hugged Tanya afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I, you, know, you know, I love you so much. I think, oh, I think it was just beautiful for everyone who's played the game to get that version of that couple, which I didn't, uh, do you know what? Looking back on it, I kind of like, I was like, oh, you idiot. I didn't even realize there were a couple in the game. I just thought they were like mates who, who fell out. Very because they were stuck together. slightly insinuated, it, very, you know, very mildly. You know, yeah. they were partners. In, I, in the, in if the I'm game. not mistaken, though, and not to put a downer on it, but in the game, it's insinuated that Frank commits suicide, right? He hangs himself because he got infected. He tried so because it, you see the three year gap when. Uh, he's like, you fucking asshole, and he's like storming out. Oh, fuck you! Come on! Hey, would you stop? Do I ask for things? Ever? Why am I even saying that? This isn't for me, this is, this is for us. Who cares what they look like? I do! Our home isn't just our house, it's everything around us! Give me a fucking break. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I live in this world, you live in a psycho bunker where 9-11 was an inside job and, and the government are all Nazis. The government are all Nazis! Well, yeah, now, but not then. That whole argument is what made them separate in the game because Frank's like, I cannot live in this tiny little fucking village just doing nothing, you know, I can't do anything, you won't let me make friends, you know, I'm out. He leaves, he gets bit, and then kills himself. And Bill's like, this is why he shouldn't have fucking left. And he's a fucking idiot for doing it. But at the same time, it's like, like it's like your ex, isn't it? You're just like, oh, it still hurts. It's still horrible to know that 
they're dead. And that's how they went out. But at the same time, they got to that point where they fucking hated each other. Um, but in this show, obviously, they kind of went a different way about it. Mm. Yeah. I, don't I mean, in the games, I didn't know if he's Frank dead. Was... Oh. He's just he's dead in the game. Like straight away, you don't mm-hmm. you don't actually get to mm-hmm. meet Frank at all. He's just um, yeah, he's just Bill's notes and stuff that you find because you know you're always finding notes in the game. It's okay. all those notes, and it's always from Frank. And he's like, you know, I'd still still rather be bitten and dying than stuck in that hellhole with with you. <laughs> but he's right. Yeah, notes, like you don't mean it because you're still writing to him at the same time. Like it was, it was a love letter, but an angry one, you know, but yeah, I do love how they handled it in the show. It's just, it, I think it's just one of them episodes that make you go, I did not see any of that coming. And now I'm going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I definitely did not see it coming. It was still one of my favorite episodes. It's still a great episode, but I still feel like, you know, there was a, an extended period of time where I was hoping to see more of Joel and Ellie that I didn't get to see Joel and Ellie. And then, you know, like, I think it's from, from my point of view, it's like understanding, like, in the game, the struggle you have to go through to get this car battery before you can eventually leave is a fucking mission. You have to, like, go sneak into the school, creep around the fucking place, oh. and have to bloat her in the gym. It's a yeah. whole fucking thing. And it was like in the game, it was just like, oh, they just turned up to the house and everything was already there. And then they just left. It was like, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I must admit, the school, which I can understand why they can take out, but the one moment I was kind of hoping, and they could still pull it, is the, the moment where you, just before you meet uh, Bill, was when you walk in the game and then boom, you get like pulled upside down in one of his traps and you got to fucking shoot That's upside down. Like, yeah. Jesus. That would have like, been okay, a good scene okay. to, to film. It really would have, yeah. I think that would have been an amazing scene to they, do. But... They could still do that under different circumstances. But yeah, I was, yeah. I was hoping for that. Yeah. We got, we got to see Tess. We got to see... Uh, they're back yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. that the bond between bill and um and joel and how oh, joel's just yeah. kind of, you know at first he's just got a gun pointing it the whole time which is just mm-hmm. amazing anyway but then uh you know the whole like look this fence ain't gonna hold up raiders are gonna come you, you know you want to protect him you've got to go through us like like you know they they establish that supply they establish the radio codes you know and that's that is the big link in it for Joel and Ellie to actually go there and restock and find that battery and get that. Because the battery is the tutorial, isn't it? It is that little part that kind of introduces everything. And then when they got it, they're on the road and they go and they go to find uh, um, Joel's brother, Tommy. So, yeah, I think it was it was needed. But at the same time, the depth of it and, and the, the love story of it probably wasn't. But <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> yes, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a wall of guns. And any 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 writer will know that if you show a gun, it's gonna get used. So mm-hmm. there's a good chance they might go back there for them guns at some specific point. So maybe there is a, a, a reason down the line that, that that's been established. And you know, they know that that safe house is there. It might even be where they end up going at the end to, to live. Who knows? They might change it up a bit, but I'm sure it will come back because I, I can't imagine they've just done that. No reason. Uh, was that the episode where they go into the shop? I think it is on the way to Bill's, and uh, Joel's looking mm-hmm. for an old stash mm-hmm. of stock. And then Ellie goes downstairs, sees the clicker or infected, and she just boom, yeah. just stabs it straight in the head. That was mm-hmm. a different character developing moment. I was like, okay, I'm starting to see was- more Ellie. I'm starting to see more stuff. Yeah, Ellie's a little twisted. Ellie's a little twisted. She likes. She wanted to see what was under the skin. I mean, I think she's that's the big question: got what is underneath the infected? Are they still human? And she literally wanted to see if they were still blood and flesh underneath, and they ain't. They're just like cotton and grossness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could go into the whole suicide thing, but I honestly will cry. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucking emotional. Um, yeah. I think we all kind of probably knew that that was coming, but oh man, I'm gutted that Bill didn't get to meet Ellie because I love the relationship between them in the game. But if he hadn't killed yeah. himself in that moment, probably would have ruined the episode and the and the whole symmetry of it all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and the strawberry scene where he just giggles.
I love them so much. They're just the best. Is fighting off the infected getting a bit overwhelming? Does sleeping under bridges and on broken mattresses give you a bad night's sleep? Sounds like you need a break. Here at Bill & Frank's Luxury Resort, you get all the pampering qualities you desire or miss from the world before. Delicious food. Strong flavors and alcohol. Ah, saloons. Ooh, and most importantly, strawberries, strawberries, strawberries. <laughs> for just a small amount of rations and guns, you can indulge yourselves in the ones you love for a limited time. Until Bill gets fed up and wants you out, of course. So book your visit today. Bill does not like people. If you are a person, you may get shot. Booby traps, electric fences, and pits included. Welcome back, guys, to the second part of the episode. This is going to be episode four of I'm a king, I'm a king, 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 king. This episode's four and five. Get ready for some laughs. Get rid of some tears. Get rid of some trauma. Finishing off episode three because uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not get into the absolute emotional journey that that is. Um, do you notice that the final shot of the episode was the window, which is like the pause menu yep. of the game? Yeah. Yep. Oh, do you know what? I yep. actually didn't clock that. I just thought, oh, it's the window that the the bedroom. I didn't really. Oh shit! Yeah. Like, Originally. Oh, go on, Rick. Go, go, go. Oh, I was saying it was like, there's like a few things that I've seen throughout the show, and like the way that they've designed the set or like a certain room or whatever is like mm. spot on exactly how it was in the game. So yeah. it instantly just floods back all these memories of like you just walking around exploring shit in, in yeah. a building or a house or whatever. It's the even the fucking them. lockers i'm like I'm, I'm trying to press fucking x or triangle whatever it was i'm like open this motherfucker open it let's see what's in there such <laughs> a good show man there's so much yeah. good attention to detail in random places that you would never even think to look it's just it's so good so if they you know it's a hbo budget as well it's yeah. a big budget mm. yeah but to be honest with you more money doesn't mean more accurate they could have spent all the money in the wrong places they knew they knew where to put that budget and yeah very, very well designed. It, it, it look, let's be honest, it's, it's rubble and it's greenery. It could have looked like anything, but they still made it look exactly what it was supposed to look like. And I give them full credit for that. Yeah. I think originally they wanted to um, start every episode with a window, a window shot. And it was going to be like just a window shot until you click play. And they were going to try and set that up to be like a thing. But then they were like across all the different platforms, it might go across it. It would just get ruined. Like, it, you know, if it was a Netflix thing, it probably could have worked. But then, you know, if someone's streaming it online or something, they're going to lose that anyway. So they said, let's just do it in moments that really feel like they deserve it. And yeah, that was the first one they did. It's really, really, really well done. Let's move on to episode four, yeah. which is kind of the, uh, the setup to episode five. Um, it's a good episode, but the trap. The, the trap, trap on the road. was perfect and i knew it was fucking coming i i was expecting it in the episode before but literally it was aren't you gonna help him joel and it was like no put your seatbelt no, on, buckle oh, up. Put your seatbelt on <laughs> now put your seatbelt on yeah and yeah, that was a that was a straight flashback to that um that level <laughs> yeah popping <laughs> and everything as well that was crazy yeah we get to finally well i think it opens with the fedra um resistance taking over fedra which Brutal. i didn't actually get the point of i thought you might as well have just been fedra until they introduced in episode five what fedra were kind of handling so then it kind of made more sense so it was kind of cool that it was a resistance way over their head of what fedra was actually managing before but yeah you get um kathleen who is melanie melanie linsky She's been in quite a few things. She's got that really soft kindergarten teacher voice. <laughs> and it's, it's very strange to hear her just being like, fuck them, let's kill them. <laughs> fuck kids, I don't care. I kill everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she comes across even more kind of psychotic for it. Yeah. 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 Truly it's broken. Really well cast, actually. I think it's a nice... It's a really nice dynamic of what she's saying and how she sounds. And it, yeah, it's very strange, but yeah. very cool. It's also, we were introduced to, and it was, it was a, I think, an important moment, but very 
short and sharp where they go through the trap and Joel's been pinned down by that guy in the fight and then Ellie has to come out of the wall and kind of like make that choice of like bang shoot the guy and then even his reaction don't please don't she's just there like you could just see the trauma on her face and it, it, Joel's mm-hmm. just like the gun go inside the other room and I'm like okay this is some this is one of those steps Ellie has to take and off No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's over. We're not fighting anymore. My mom isn't far. If you can get me to her, we can be friends. I didn't know. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. What's your name? Wait, wait, wait. You can have it. It's a good night. Get back behind the wall. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please. We could just talk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please. No, no, no. Please, no, please. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please. No one has to. And then the conversation later, and it brings them closer. But it was they yeah. they started to bond by that point. They started to bond in the in the drive over. Yeah, do you know what? I I saw a little uh, something pop up with again with Troy Baker, and I think it was more reflecting in the game, but there was reflecting on the show as well. And they asked him, "When do you think Joel got attached to Ellie?" And he said, "Straight away." He goes, "As soon as he saw her." He felt some connection to her. He goes, that's why instantly he wanted to push her away because he wanted to protect himself straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very that's good why, point. Mm-hmm. Very it, good it point. makes sense when because obviously he's looking at it as the character. And that's why even at one point in one of the episodes two, I think episode two, where Joel's like, no, 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 you're just cargo. You're not a person. Oh, you're not family. Uh, four. What was that episode yeah. three or four? Yeah. Then he's like, you're just cargo. And I'm like, well, he's still, he's still pushing. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's obviously a lie, you know, and I think that yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that line of, you know, you're just cargo is clearly bullshit. And I, I mean, Ellie isn't even <laughs> buying it. Like, you know, they, they know they've built up a little bond already, but it's exactly as you said. I think this whole, Joel's whole journey is, I can't fucking do this again. I can't fucking do this again. And then you've got Bill and Frank, you've got Tess, you've got all these other people who are coming in. Obviously, now we're going to have Henry and Sam, which is fucking, oh, it's so horribly, beautifully <laughs> heartbreaking um and yeah you just got this constant reminder of failure uh of of people he loves he just doesn't want to love again you know it's just that's his constant uh his constant burden to bear and yeah it's exactly as you said mate it's just he does he's constantly trying to push her away because he's he cannot handle that again he cannot handle that loss but he's already there he's he already loves her he won't admit it neither of them will but that they're all they've got they changed the uh, the location for this as well. They've set it in Kansas rather than, uh, I believe, Boston. I think they originally were trekking across or somewhere else. Day uh, Day Montero, something like that. No idea. Didn't, didn't Google that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it is Kansas because they keep saying KC. They keep they kept saying KC, KC. I'm guessing Kansas City. So mm. I might. Yeah. I think I think it was different in the game because in the podcast they did mention it was a different they they went a different route um, and they had to go through a city to make the story make sense that was small enough to be run by a resistance like a you know like a not a London but a smaller town you know mm-hmm. yeah because in the I can't remember exactly in the game I think you go on the is it on the boat? Like, how do you meet Henry and Simon in the game? You just bump into them somewhere, right? I think you're climbing for a window. And and Henry, I think he either puts Joel against the wall or he puts a gun to his head or something like that. And it's a bit of a, a harsh, a harsh introduction. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. along those lines. Very well, different circumstances. You just kind of bump into them. Like, you're, you're trying to escape. The, it's the abrupt. And then mm. bump into them in some random building or something, and you kind of just like, okay, cool, let's just work together. We're both trying to get out of the city. Let's just work together, kind of thing. I think that's how it starts. 
Mm. I can't remember. Start in the toy store, I think, maybe. Where Sam wants to pick up the toy, and then um, Henry's like, no, we, we only take what we need, kind of thing. And then Ellie picks it up for him anyway. I think that might be where they first meet. I'm, I could be wrong. It's been years. It's like been a while, time. yeah. And it's so different from the show. It's it's really like that whole storyline with Henry and Sam, it plays the same, but it's very different in so many, so many ways. Yeah. It's nice to mention that uh the underground bit. Actually, I didn't make any notes about it. I've just remembered with you saying that of, of references to the game, but that whole underground bit where the 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 I guess refugees had, had escaped and there was like a kids' playground and stuff like that. Oh. I remember that fucking it's just that was constantly that heartbreaking. Was heartbreaking because I think that's the part where the the woman is looking after the children. There's clickers and shit around, and she's realized she's bitten. She's gonna turn, and I think the note is she kills herself. She kills all the children and herself. It's like two kids that she looks after, or someone's looking after two kids. Yeah, a guy um, called Ish. There's a guy called yeah. Ish. They do reference him in the in the episodes. There's a drawing, and it's like. Got yeah, ish yeah. written at the bottom. Yeah, when, when you get to that point in the game, when you're walking through the sewers, like all the notes in that part of the game are all from Ish, like some random yeah. fisherman or sailor who was like out at sea when everything kicked off. And when he came back, he just came back to all this fucking bullshit. So he took refuge in the sewers and then made the whole little community. But um, at some point later, towards the end of the sewers in the game, you get to like a certain room and um, there's like three bodies, like two that obviously kids with like covers on their heads or whatever um been shot in the head and then like an adult with a shot on the head and it's like blood on the walls or on the floor and it says that they didn't suffer or something yes yes oh getting goosebumps because yeah, someone yeah, left yeah. the door open i think i think that i think they do reference that in the show as well and i'm pretty sure they said it in the podcast in the game he says someone left the door open someone yeah. someone fucked up they didn't follow the rules and yeah. it just cost everyone and yeah the whole thing just fell apart but, but yeah they do it in the show and it's fucking oh it's so good i i must admit and this is kind of strange to say that i've i've enjoyed is it bella rosa bella rose bella ramsey. ramsey bella ramsey apologies who plays ellie that i know we kind of expect to see more of the brutal side of ellie and she softens up in the game whereas this she's kind of showing moments of brutality but she's mostly soft, jokey, and approachable. Where in the game she takes a longer to get there. But seeing her kind of play with Sam, it felt very Ellie-ish. Like this is what Ellie would do. And I'm like, yeah, now I'm really like I, I saw it. Now I can really feel it. And I was like, yeah, this is Ellie. Not maybe not my Ellie, not the Ellie, but that's that's Ellie. That's that's the Ellie in and the, that's Joel right there. In the game, was the did the age gap between Ellie and Sam seem closer? Like was Sam a bit older? Um, I think was a bit older, yeah. I think they were was a bit closer in age. I thought Sam was No, no, no. In the game... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I know in the show, he's eight. Mm. And he's, yeah, he's so cute. He wasn't that young in the, in the game. I think he may have been like 11 or 12. And he also could speak and wasn't deaf. Yeah. which And hadn't just gone through cancer, which... They just pile it on, don't they? <laughs> they just pile it on. <laughs> just, you know, here's some more shit to fucking cry about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It also brings yeah, I mean, you to, let's um, move on to F5 because that's where Henry and Sam and all that kind of, it all comes in anyway, so. Yeah. What, what do you think about uh, the choice that Henry made? What choice? What one? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 we're still on episode four. We haven't got to five yet. There's no, there's been That's no choices. Right. Explain it in four. I thought it was in four. It was. Oh, oh, about oh the choice to betray. Yeah, the rat. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you would, isn't it? At the end of the day, the what? most important person to you is the most important person in the world. And yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they justified it well because it's like. In the game, they separate things like, okay, the trap happens because they're trying to con them out and take their shit and rob them, basically, in the game. And then you go and meet Henry and Sam. And it, I was reading about it. And in the game, it's the same sort of thing where Fedra collapses in their QZ zone. So them and a bunch of people just go to travel. They're like, right, let's get the fuck out of the city and let's go somewhere. And then their people get killed by uh, like ravages and, and like people like that. And that's how they meet um, Joel and Ellie. But they've kind of stitched those two storylines together to be like, well, it's the same people that done the trap, that done this. And it kind of justifies it and it Definitely. closes the gap. But yeah. um, I've just checked and I just remember the dialogue as well. 
Sam in the game is 13 because Ellie goes, oh, I'm 14. And obviously seeing a girl, oh, and he goes, oh, I'm 14 too. And Henry turns and is like, oh. you're going to be, you're 13. You're going to, you know, don't try and big yourself up. You know, you're not 14 yet. So in the game is actually Ellie's age. Yeah. yeah, now you say it, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I do. I did love their dynamic in the game. I think they done, they bring, they brought a new dynamic in the show of where Ellie's actually someone's role model. And it was a nice dynamic to yeah. see Jane. Obviously, she's constantly looking up to Joel and trying to be the big, you know, trying to wear boots bigger than, than she fits in. And now she's actually Sam's role model and, you know, the whole endure and survive thing. <sighs> yeah, I forgot what the yeah. injury- Okay, (laughs) you're taking deep breaths as if episode five is easier than episode four. (laughs) Episode four is a breathe, it's a transition. Jesus Christ, he jumped to the betrayal. The betrayal that Fraser mentioned, yeah, I 100% agree with it. At the same time, I completely understand Kathleen's anger. This guy was like, her brother was like. Jesus, the, the leader. Yeah, he was a Jesus figure, wasn't he? He was a Christ-like figure, and he, yeah, he, he was thrown under the bus for for Sam. And at the end of the day, who the fuck is this kid? What's he gonna do? He's deaf as well. You know, he's probably gonna die soon anyway. Is in the reality of that world, what the? F- it's like sacrificing a pawn for the king, you know. And I completely understand it, but at the same time, you completely understand Henry as well. Yeah, yeah, I would have done it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we meet Harry as well. They're like, we don't trade lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't trade lives. <laughs> uh, Great line. Yeah, we meet Perry as well in this one, who is the person we was talking about uh, in in the last podcast we did, Sahan, when you hadn't seen it yet. But Perry, Kathleen's right-hand man, is Sahan still there? Oh, no, he's still there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Harry, the guy with the beard, he's the one who played Tommy in the game. Oh, he plays Tommy. He plays Tommy. His voice is yeah. Well, Perry, like, the, the soldier with the massive beard. That's Perry. Yes, Perry. Uh, he, yeah, his name is Ababa. His name is I had this earlier. It's something Pierce. Tommy? I'm gonna tell you what his name is. It's Jeffrey Pierce. Do you know Uh, when I saw his picture on the thumbnail? Because I know they're kind of mixing and matching. I thought he and I won't remember the names. I thought he was going to be Nolan North character from the game. He was Nolan Nolan North's character. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Now you remember. That's who I think Troy's going to be, mate. I honestly think that's who who Troy's going to be, and I think it's going to be fucking horrible for everyone who loves the game to watch. But it's going to really. Drive it home. <laughs> I don't know. I think it. Well, I think it they, maybe they've got a uh, switch up for that as well. I don't know. And they must have. They maybe. can't keep it for TV the same way it was in the game. There's no way they're going to keep. I think, it. I think they can. I think they should because it's a really. No, no, no. I think that's they should. a very real thing that would happen. They should. Extreme, isn't it? That's a pivotal mm. point. That's a pivotal point. Uh, they, they. Uh, I don't. I don't see them going around that. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're Lightly. not going to do what it is in the game to hammer home that point, you're going to have to make up something that's just as fucking traumatic. Yeah, yeah. And so, you've got to remember the scenario of Ellie being kidnapped by those people and where Joel is and what they just went through and all of that shit. And I, you know, I, we're jumping ahead anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that was the guy. But, um, okay, that was Tommy. Uh, yeah, that was okay. that was the the guy who played Tommy. So um, are we are we are we going to episode five? Before we, we move on to episode five, obviously we see the threat that Fedra was keeping uh, under wraps, which is the fucking pulsing ground. <laughs> yeah. Fedra. underneath the surface which kind of made more sense in this one where you're like 
Oh, right. Okay. So the fact that she's so blindsided by vengeance is definitely going to fucking be her, you know, is going to cause a problem. And then we can move on to episode five because it was a nice little foreshadow of what's to come. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we ended that episode with, oh, I have to mention it, the, the joke that makes Joel laugh for the first time was probably, yeah. was such a priceless moment that I don't think they had in the, I don't remember that being the moment in the game, but I do remember Joel laughing in the game. That was a bit of a, I remember it having a sweet moment. Joel. Hmm. Did you know diarrhea is hereditary? What? Yeah. It runs in your genes. Jeez. <laughs> that is so goddamn stupid. <laughs> you laughed, motherfucker. I didn't laugh. Yes, you did. Jesus, I'm losing it. You're losing it big time. that was so well done i truly believed it i really believed that that it was the yeah. joke about um diarrhea runs in your family classic classic joke. Oh. And i truly believed his reaction <laughs> yep then they they wake up to guns in their faces and they are henry and sam which us on to episode five. Oh, we're almost there guys <laughs> This might this this episode. Um, I think this might be my favorite episode in the scale of action and emotion. Um, but let's start from the beginning. Kathleen is on the hunt. Um, we meet Sam and Henry properly, and we've kind of already talked about the fact they went on the whole underground. Four and five are basically one episode anyway. It's basically the, the, the same thing. Um, they lead on. You get the watchtower. Mm. love that level yeah it was i mean obviously shot at night for dramatic effect because in the in the game i think it's in the day and it's actually a, a good shooter because i got fucked up <laughs> whereas in this is some old fella but yeah what do you guys think of the the whole the whole watchtower thing because i was pumped <laughs> i was I mean, so happy I, to see it yeah. <laughs> i remember like when we're watching the episode and they were walking down the houses and everyone was like bossing jokes and Ellie was like just talking and everything seemed too happy for Last of Us. I was like, okay, something is, something doesn't feel right. As soon as I heard that one gunshot and I, it, just, it kind of panned down the street a little bit, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is that yeah. fucking scene. And this is that yes. bit. This yeah, is the exactly scene that I was really <laughs> hoping that they would keep in the show because that, mm. that whole thing is just fucking ridiculous. Mm. The way that they've they, done it, was so good. It was so good. They changed. They changed it, obviously, but the the things that they'd kept, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 let, yeah. Let's not get too carried away right now. But um, yeah, man. Fucking ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I like that it was an old guy that he must have gone through. I mean, he, what? Let's say he's like eighty. That guy must have just had the shittest life. Like the last twenty years of just. Being an old guy, joining the resistance, you know, how the fuck has he got this far anyway? Mm. And that whole, you know, just Joel saying, just don't, 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 please don't, please. And he just fucking has to kill him because he's he, the gold guy had nothing to fucking live for anyway. Mm. And I think as soon as he had the radio, Joel probably would have shot him anyway. But really cool little moment that point in the game. Yeah, I think, I think it really does illustrate the small... Because it's such a big episode and such big moments. I think it really illustrates the small little sacrifices, small little challenging moments they kind of have to go through. So it wasn't just like in the game, it was a bit more sense in terms of you're the good guy, they're the bad guy. They just don't give a shit. I mean, in the game, it, they portray that bit slightly differently where you go into the room and the guy is not there. He's hiding behind the door and they have more of a tussle where yeah. they just gave more of an emotional moment. Yeah. Uh, which I did appreciate it, but. 
to be honest with you, like Rick, when I saw this panning down the camera down the street, I was like, I know what this is. And my brain instantly was in game mode of go from the left, go from the fucking left-hand side. <laughs> and he did, he literally jumped. He went from the left-hand side of the house. I was like, that's the safest route. And he did, yeah, I he thought, did. I, I was I've exactly done this so many times. You go down the end, you jump over the fence. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, he's doing it. It's all right, it's okay. It took you a while to get through there, huh? Yeah, May, that's a hard May, level because that guy had a good shot. Yeah, man. In comparison to the show when it's like, oh, it's dark and you can't shoot for shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that was a nice, yeah, that was a really nice, a, a nice dynamic to throw in the fact that because in the game, obviously you can get shot and you can heal yourself and stuff like that. So you really have to kind of go, well, look, if any of them get shot, they're dead. They're going to, or they're going to, in real fucking trouble you know you're probably gonna lose a limb or you know have to be out of action for a week and we're gonna have to skip some time until they heal again or whatever mm. so they kind of had to just play it a little bit calmer but they still built up to this incredibly fucking hectic moment yes. anyway yeah they did touch on the bandaging system when tess hurt her foot and they really kind of went through the fabric and they wrap it around with tape and they yeah, cut yeah. it off and she walks off and even joel's hand being swollen is still a little bit red and swollen and even in these episodes, you see the time of healing. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think it's his right hand or is that whichever one. When you punch that. But girl. then, obviously, he's now got the gun. He's in the tower, and we're like small relief because in the game we know what's going to happen, and we hear the, the 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 radio in the show. So we're like, okay, add two and two. Shit's about to happen. And straight away, well, <laughs> straight, away straight away, straight away, no, they weren't even a minute no, away, like they were literally there, ready. Yeah, fucking yeah, they built that whole set. That was a whole set that they built, and it, yeah, that apparently they took like three months to build, and they built it literally brick for brick, exactly the same as the game. So, like, the moment, as you said, the moment you see that watchtower and that, you're literally like, I fucking know this. Oh my god, oh my god, run, the whole point. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to work. The way that they've done the sets, it's like instantly. Like for people that have played the game, once you see a certain location that matches exactly what you've seen, it just brings that extra emotion back to it, like that extra fear or whatever you're gonna look as happening, and it just it just adds to the flavor of it. It's just so good, man. It's so yeah. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. I just want to point out before we get into the big, the big finale of this episode, <laughs> do you guys notice that? Joel's a little bit deaf in his right ear, right, in this show. Yeah. Which is obviously completely different from the game, which he's, he's tuned in. He's hearing is one of his superpowers, essentially. And um, they've used his right ear for a few little things, especially with um, the end of episode four with the glass and everything. He falls asleep on his, on his right ear. And when he wakes up in the morning, he's on his left, which is why he didn't hear him coming in. Like little things like that that they've added into the game to make him older and a little bit more not in his prime to, 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 to kind of give him that sense of, I am not capable of doing this. This is not something I can do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's added that extra drama into it, which I you don't get in the, say, in the yeah. game. You're a fucking superhero. You know what I mean? Like you can, you go into a room, you can go in guns blazing and take out 20 people. If you're good at it, you know, whereas this you, you ain't, you know, I just love that. I love that they added that in. All right. Let's get into the final fucking bit of this episode because it was fucking amazing. It was so good. It ends the way it ends. The way the way they all just come out as well. That that's what I liked as well. Like because they, they it's like a throwback in, right? Like they, they had the big explosion or whatever with the houses or or the cars or whatever. So I think that sparked the fungus. So the fungus told all the fucking zombies that they were there. 
go swarm. So you're expecting like a swarm, but then the ground swells out and then you get like a fucking bloater that just appears and everyone is like, what? It just makes so much more sense that they're underground. Like, because I think they say that Fed drove them underground, didn't they? Um, And the the fact that they just fucking pour out. But, uh, like in, I think in the game, it's the, the sound, isn't it, that brings them in. It's like, because there's a loud explosion and they run towards, because it's like, oh, what's that sound? And they all run towards it a bit like zombies. And in this, it was like, no, you've just opened the pit of hell, mate. And there's fucking shit down there that no one has seen before. And that bloater, oh, oh, I, I I think I, I may have, I may have had a twitch in the pants when that happened. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. He looks amazing. like the dripping and the fucking shit that's like pulsing on him oh man he looked awesome yeah. that's a did you notice did you Sad. notice how he six, killed six, tommy six. yeah six 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 <laughs> yeah, six, yeah, six, yeah, six yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah the old uh, just rips people apart <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, that's how he does. That's how he does. Tommy, the soldier guy, he gets his head and he gets his jaw, and he pulls it apart. And my head, in my brain, I was like, I've had that done to me, not personally. I've been through this. The first time you ever go against the blower, forget the fucking fear. Is the fact that the first time you fail and you have to see that mm. you're mm-hmm. like, this is how I die. Yeah, <sighs> and yeah, exactly the same. Not not Tommy. Me uh, fucking yeah, no, no, not Tommy. Well, and Ellie jumped into the van, and he had that other yeah. runner thing that the, the fucking creep through the contortionist. Yeah, it, oh, was, it actually was contortionist. Really? Not to do, to do that as well. It's yeah, it, it must have been. That's like, the first thing came in. Ellie, get out the fucking van. Go, go, go. <laughs> and that's yeah. the same kid that gets Kathleen. Yeah. yeah, if you know, yeah, yeah. The same kid. But they they yeah. didn't put any any children in the game for obvious reasons, like not to offend people or make it that that sort of dramatic. So when I saw it in the show, I was like, "Oh, it makes sense." I was like, "Oh shit, they're really obviously it's it's going to be children. There's there's they're people there. They can be bit." But yeah, I don't know if it was un, done intentionally. I mean, I've not heard they've not said anything about it. But the little girl infected really reminded me of Sarah from the games. Uh, from the game, I don't the know outfit. if they did it on purpose, but she was wearing a the white t shirt with the stripes or something, yeah, it was something fucked up, like it was so child, it was such a childish t shirt and stuff. And it just it really, I don't know, there was something very Sarah from the game that really creeped me out. I was like, oh, this is so fucking horrifying, like the fact that they've got her in this kid in it. I think it just creeped me out that it was a kid zombie and it was like bending and shit and it was like jumping and doing all this mad shit. I was just like, well, no, no thanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Seven and a half minutes left, guys. Right, let's get to the end. Right, can I just say one thing? Can I just say one thing? Because we know what we're going to talk about. I am so fucking pissed off, right? That they did not make Henry and Sam more fucking annoying. That's all I'm going to say. Because in the game, they fucking abandon you. They piss you off. They get in your way. They slow you down. Ellie has Preach. to come back and save you. Preach. I was like, I need to, I need to be pissed Preach. off at these guys. I Preach. needed to be pissed off, and all I did was just love them a little bit more. And I was like, fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck. I know yeah, I, what's I, gonna I, happen, and I like them. Yeah, it really right, hurts. Let's, do it. So let's, much let's more. just, let's just do it. Let's just do it. I like them in the show. In the game, they justified their fucking ends, but no. Nope. It's, actually, it's actually a really good point, though. Like in the game. When that bit happens, when Sam and Henry first abandon you, it's like Sam, Henry, and Ellie are on top of this tanker thing to, to go and escape. Once mm. all three of them are up, and your Joel's trying to get up there, he falls down or whatever, he, he gets spotted. They, Sam and Henry run off. Ellie jumps off of the truck to stay with you. When that bit happened in the game, I was like, me and My Ellie are together. That is it. Yeah. Me, yeah. That's it. It's done. That's, that's yeah. solid. And th- that wasn't in there, and I was like, oh, okay, fine. Which is kind of annoying. That was like a home, that was like a, a big moment in the game, and it wasn't really in the show. Mm. But 
yeah, that was like a that was a big moment in the game. That wish yeah, there. I agree. And I do agree. That was a really good. It's a nice moment to show. Like I don't care about anyone else. I'm going yeah. back to my guy. Joel yeah. is my guy. He's my tribe. That's where I'm going. They did, I guess they kind of have that moment a little bit with you know the fact that Henry and Sam go to the left. Ellie goes to the right to try. Well, facing their perspective, she follows in um, in his footsteps rather than following Henry and Sam who go under a car. She's trying to make her way to the watchtower where Joel is. I guess it's kind of a little a little nod to it. I think they could justify Ellie backing Joel up, saving him. She already has, and blah blah. blah. You can make those connections in different ways. In the game, it was more impactful. But I wanted to I, I wanted to be pissed off with, with Henry and Sam at least once. And they didn't give me a reason. They just stuck to their own shit. And they were just great in every way, which made it so much more painful yeah. when in I mean they did change it a lot because in the game, Sam doesn't show his bite. He shows it to the camera, but he doesn't show it to Ellie. Mm-hmm. Ellie doesn't know about it. They gave her the opportunity in this one to dive divulge herself into this idea that she is the cure and she could just wipe her blood on something and yeah. it would fix it. And that, was, that was like sweet, like a childlike kind of mentality, sweetness to be yeah. like, yeah, I, I can fix you. That was, yeah. that was clever though. That feeds into what we're kind of heading towards of it's not going to be as simple as that. Yeah, and that's exactly it. It is literally saying it's not just a blood thing. It might be something more, yeah. but the promise to stay awake as well. I don't. That, I mean, that was it like, broke me that she fell asleep um, and woke up to. <sighs> right in the podcast that, I'm, that Troy and that Troy's talking about this moment, and he actually gets choked up, mm-hmm. and it fucking broke me listening to it because it is the the most horrible thing to think about that Sam is just on a trip. He is going through it because he's, he's turning and he probably sat up in the night and sat there and was like, what the fuck is going on? And he's still turning. But when she says, Sam, are you OK? He's still deaf. He's not completely gone. You know, it hasn't fully. It's not 100 percent yet, but he is gone. It's just, you know, because we know that it repairs, you know, the, the old lady in the first episode. She's like climbing around and stuff, even though she can walk. So we know it can repair you, but it hasn't even done that to him yet. It's just happened. And he's sitting there and he's still deaf and he's, you know, he's still probably like in there and then fucking leaps and the moment with Henry and the gun. His brother goes through the same mental breakdown of what the fuck did I do? Shoots himself. You hear the exact same line of Henry, don't from Joel. That same sort of exclamation, but in yeah. the game it cuts, and then we jump ahead. Uh, let's say to the next mm. season where in, in the show, obviously it's different pace, so it made sense. But uh, oh, Ellie that, is uh, just six, maybe exactly. No, 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 fair, just... fair. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, Ellie it... was broken at the end of that. Ellie was just like, let's dig it. I'm sorry, let's Joel, let's go. Let's go. Like she's becoming a harder person, but and I do want to point out Ellie's scream when Henry shoots himself. It's fucking haunting. It is haunting. It's the it's pure fear and horror, and just cannot comprehend everything that has just happened in that moment. And I mean, if you do watch yeah. it again. Ellie's, well, Bella Ramsey's scream is fucking perfect. It actually, it, it sounds like a kid who is just 
in a haunted situation. That's going to be PTSD for the rest of her life, you know? And she's already got a fucking backlog of PTSD to deal with. And this is just something super extra that she's going to have to deal with forever now. But the acting from Henry for me, the what did I do? What did I do? I'm bald, man. <laughs> I fucking bald my eyes out. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no, that was the, the end of the episode. You know, Ellie walking off, they just buried him and everything, considering everything. Yeah, it, it got emotional, man. It definitely got emotional. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys, as always. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun to leave it on a, such a fucking horrible uh, note. Yeah. We will... Uh, We'll hopefully be doing it week by week now, or or we're gonna no, we're gonna do it in, in another block, um, and we're just gonna talk about some random shit next time. So uh, until next time, it's been me, Charlie, Rick, Fraser. Yeah, it's been me. Yeah, I'm here.